Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> Are you ready for some hot, steamy conversation? <laughs> I don't know about how steamy it is, but hot, yeah. <laughs> My mother and I had a fantastic relationship. This is Stephen, and I just want to share. Uh, yeah, I want to expound on that just quickly, because the real man... Good morning, and welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Soy, host of the fastest-growing online talk show where we discuss real topics with real people in real situations. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Welcome to Coffee Talk with Soy. This is your host. Welcome to you to your new morning show where we discuss real topics right here every Saturday at 10 a.m. with real people. Yes, yes, ma'am. It's going down today. We have some very exciting news to share with you as I reveal the diva that's in the studio with me this morning. But before doing so, I want to remind you, if you haven't done so already, to download the app. We've launched the app. We want you to stay connected with with Coffee Talk with Story so you can get your information right there on the spot. You don't have to remember the phone number. You don't have to remember the website. You can access us right from your personal device, be it your iPad, your iPhone, or whatever it is that you use every day. You know, we're joined at the hip with these electronic devices. So I want to be right there with you every day, all day, 24-7. So visit your app store, whether it's iTunes or Google Play, and download the app by the show name Coffee Talk with Soy. All right, so this morning, this show is primarily for people with small businesses. We generally struggle with getting our business off the ground, getting it up and running, and then when we finally do, we struggle with marketing and putting it out there and putting a plan together. We're usually limited with resources. We, we don't have that big budget like a lot of corporate agencies have, although we're striving to get there. And I believe in small business. I believe in us empowering each other and learning from each other and strengthening each other. And this morning, I have a phenomenal woman on the line with me who is going to share her tactics of marketing simple. So let's welcome Ms. Diva to the cafe today, Sharon Washington. Good morning. How are you, dear? Good morning, Soy. How are you? Oh, wonderful. Thanks for joining me in the cafe today. <laughs> I sure appreciate that. Are Thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Are you sipping on something? I'm sorry. Uh, I, are you sipping I on am. Green tea. Green tea oh. is my definitely beverage of choice. Absolutely. Mm. You know, I like to sip on something hot in the morning. Something, you know, a little cool throughout the day, sometimes colder depending on the temperature, and definitely something warm 
or room temperature at night. You know, you got to keep that liquid diet going, you know. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I definitely, um, being a small business owner myself, um, it actually helps me keep awake. It gives me energy. So I, I'm green tea in it usually throughout the day, whether it's cold or hot. Okay. okay. And which which product do you do you sip on? Any favorites you have that you want to recommend? Um, not necessarily. Oh, Tazo is a good, they have a good green ginger. I like the the element of ginger. It kind of soothes your stomach and, um, you know, like I said, the green kind of gives you that energy and that kick. So, um, Tazo is what I usually kind of pick up in the store. Mm-hmm. And ginger is a good added product. I have a girlfriend who is such a fan of ginger and she makes the awesome ginger tea. We, we always call on her to, um, Put a pot together, and we go over and sip on it and have some girl t- chats. So that that is. I love ginger. Yeah, yeah, awesome, awesome. Well, Shavar, you are from the Washington D.C. area, is that right? I am. I am. I'm actually a native Washingtonian, um, and these days that's kind of far, few in between. We have a lot of newbies that move into the city. So when I tell people that I'm a native Washingtonian, I went to um, high school in D.C. I graduated from college in D.C. I went to elementary school in D.C. I'm all D.C. Um, Sometimes they can't believe it. But I'm a native Washingtonian. Yeah, and and, and what usually shocked them the most about when you announced that you're from D.C.? What's the feedback you get? Um. Basically, that they can't believe that, you know, great products come out of D.C. Um, honestly, I kind of rep that I am a D- product of D.C. public school, so I didn't go to private school and um, primary school. I went to all public schools, and I got a great education. And so um, that usually sparks up the conversation about education and education in the community these days and the fact that, you know, I've kind of built from the ground up. Um, you know, I'm a marketer, I'm a professor, and now a new author. And so um, sometimes, you know, although it's kind of off-putting to hear, it actually it, it opens up dialogue to kind of educate people about my city. Mm-hmm. I, I love your your spirit and and how you're always willing to share. So that that's a good plug for for DC, uh, as, as there are great products that come out of DC, great people. I'm from DC as well, and mm-hmm. I consider myself uh, a great a great person, good inspiration. And you know, generally, you know what? Else? People people always think that we have bad attitudes, and sometimes well, a lot of us do. But you know, that that's a part of that whole womanhood thing that you know we we, we got to change, but. That's that's another whole topic, right? That's a, that's another show. Yes, that is. And join. Let me join that one because I got plenty to say. <laughs> All right. Well, we want to let you say what you got to say uh, this morning about Market okay. Temple. Congratulations on, on, on your book. I'm wishing you much success. I, I hear that you're using it day in and day out with all your clients. So what what brought you to the point of wanting to put this material out there? So, um. I have been in business for nine years. I own a marketing and communications firm. And um, I started out doing design and then marketing, and I I started doing uh, marketing plans for my clients early on. And it was these labor-intense, long pages of paper, having the client to spend lots 
took money on building a plan that really they never used. Because mm-hmm. in small business, as we know, um, small businesses are too busy working in and on the business, which shouldn't happen. So I'll, I always start out um, definitely when I have client consults to tell them that you have to quit working on your business and work in your business because you're the industry professional in your business. And so you need to worry about building things inside of the business and not so labor intense of what's going on outside, like admin stuff and finance stuff, unless you're into finance or admin, um, marketing. So I, I thought of a way since, you know, like you said earlier, that um, small businesses don't really have the cash flow to kind of hire the outside person. I thought what would be a great way to deliver that same great marketing plan but condensed, shorter mm-hmm. version something that you will follow and that you will see results. So I started to, and I started with myself, because believe it or not, uh, you know, if you've read in the book, um, I didn't even have a marketing plan starting my business. <laughs> and I'm a marketer. So I know, and I'm, tra- I'm transparent about that. I didn't. And I totally understand the logic behind small businesses going, I don't even value this. I don't even value having a marketing plan. For what? Because you need to get focused. I found that as um, I went on and on throughout my business that I got more, less focused on building clients. And so my clientele started to decline because you, you come into business, it's a high, you get clients, you get clients, there's a plateau, mm-hmm. and then there's a, a, a hill, you going down. So if you plan ahead of time to meet that hill or stay on that plateau or keep climbing up, you'll have a better chance of climbing up and not falling down the hill. And I, So I built this um, one-page marketing plan that's simple, that's not intimidating, that you could put together for any product, service, or your entire business. I like that. Uh, I, I like that concept. It, it, it is very, it, it, it keeps it, not that it's simple in terms of not a value, but, but it, it minimizes right. all of those other uh, challenges that can get in the way. Well, one of the things I really loved about the book is how you explained marketing versus PR. I, I, I believe that when, I know for myself, when I began to start doing uh, when I decided I was going to become an entrepreneur, I I really didn't understand the difference, and I kept crossing the line back and forth, and I spent a lot of time, and it was kind of challenging at times. So I like how you broke that down. Actually, on page seventeen, for those of you who are getting ready, you have the book, and and or you're getting ready to order it, you want to mark out or take notes and reference page seventeen. This is my favorite page where it talks about marketing versus PR. <laughs> Because I saw me all the time, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah, that, that, that was me. And I still don't know if I totally quite got it all, all together. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break it down so, so simple for you that it's going to stay stuck in you, and then whenever you hesitate, you'll say this phrase, and then you'll know, okay? So, okay. Make, marketing. Make me know it. Make me know it. Make me know it. So, everybody, this is for everybody. Marketing okay. gets you paid. PR gets you seen. 
That's it. Oh! I love it. <laughs> but I got, I'm writing it down for real. Marketing gets you paid. You paid. PR gets mm-hmm. you seen. That is the secret and difference between marketing and PR. Now, I'll go a little further to explain my idea of why marketing gets you paid and then um, PR gets you seen. Marketing, okay. and, I, you know, I'm a marketing professor at Trinity, so I teach this all the time, so I try to make it simplified. That's my mantra for all parts of my life, keeping okay. it simple. Okay? So mm-hmm. marketing is often called controlled media. And what that means is is that you control the message. You control where it goes. You you write ads, so those are in advertisements and TV ads and magazine ads. You control the message, what it looks like, all of that. Whereas PR is uncontrolled media, or, yeah, uncontrolled media. And what that is is that you're giving a message to someone to then disseminate. You don't have control over it, where it goes, who it, who it reaches. Mm-hmm. So, so those, are, those are the clear differences between marketing and PR. And, and you're right. Most small businesses are like, well, I want to get seen. And though PR and marketing work hand in hand because you get things to eventually get paid, they are truly different functions. PR consists of press releases, media advisories. Um, Social media is an exception to this rule. Here's why. It is a hybrid of both marketing and PR. It's called earned media. You have to earn likes, like followers, um, for people to then follow your message to then either possibly get paid or for you to possibly get paid or you possibly get seen. So it combines those activities into one. That's the only thing that, that is different. It's, not, it's neither marketing nor PR. It's both. I like that. I like that. Oh yeah, you definitely, you definitely kept it simple and basically pushed out a concept that people can accept and relate to in, in less than five minutes. So, so you are yeah, yeah. definitely yeah. Uh, good at keeping it simple. But let's let's talk a little bit about branding one hundred and one and just maybe okay. simplifying concepts of, of of how people can understand branding and, and and what it means for their businesses. Okay, so. Same thing with branding and marketing because everybody clusters all of that into one area. And, again, although they work together, they're different functions. There are differences between marketing and um, branding. Branding creates position. Marketing promotes that position. So, for example, and I talk about this in the book, the color red in Coca-Cola, the swish in Nike, the swoosh in Nike, um, the font in Adidas are all tactics of branding because it's creating position. It's conveying a feel. When you see these logos, you either feel um, it, it gives action, it, it has verbs, it has adjectives to it, and, and that's what people want to 
build, when they build their branding and their small businesses, is that when people see your symbol, logo, name, font, all of that color, that they can be able to associate characteristics that match your business. So that's what branding is. It's positioning. And what marketing does, it promotes that position. So all the activities that you do to to uh, promote your position, like create an ad or um, an event or on Twitter, things like that, or TV ads or radio ads, those are marketing tactics that promote your position. Okay. All right, so once 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 the business owner has those concepts down, as the table mm-hmm. contents um, show, marketing one hundred and one, branding one hundred and one, kind of more in detail about what she explained. Now you're getting into you know setting your goals and implementing your strategies. And what are some good lead mm-hmm. points to get into get into doing that? Before you even step into kind of building the plan, I want to touch on, I didn't touch on this before, is that you need to create a niche for yourself. And so okay. what I like to call it is know your coke. So I'll, I'll tell you, a, a, this will be brief. So this is my short thing about knowing your coke. Coca-Cola began its, um, its inception into the U.S. in the late 1800s, Coca-Cola. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so, Soy, do you know the next year, you know, the year of, or, or guess the year of the next time they introduced another product? I would say... Uh, Just guess a year. Ten years later. No. 1961. Oh, hey. Wow. Oh, Sprite. My, my apologies. Sprite. So it it took them... X amount of years for the exception of, of acquiring Fanta in nineteen forty for other reasons. But it took them several decades to master and know their Coke to figure out to then expand to another product. I use that same example with all my business owners. Hey, get to know your product before you introduce a thousand things into the market. Know your niche. Know what will yield the most rewards coming out. Because two things can happen. You can throw oodles of services that you provide on the table all at once, and Mm -hmm. you don't have enough time, and they all fail. Or the opposite could happen. You could throw all the products and services out at one time, and they all blow up, but they still fail because you don't have the manpower nor the capacity or the bandwidth to handle it. Okay. So I would say choose your niche first and then go into building your plan. Once you got branding down and marketing down, got the niche down, then you'd go into building your plan. And I say start with one goal. And oftentimes I get kind of resistance, but I have this goal and that goal. Well, realistically, you can only tackle one goal at a time, effectively. Mm-hmm. So pick, choose one goal that this marketing plan will take care of, and then move through the plan gradually. The book 
is an instructional guide, the way. So what happens is it takes you from A to Z on how to build a marketing plan. After you put this this book down, you will have a marketing plan. You should. And not only, and not only have one, you really be able to understand um, the different dynamics that that goes into play with, with putting it together. I want to I want to ask you this, Sharon. I mean, that, that's good information. I really yes. appreciate you you sharing that uh, in such detail. When a person is putting together um, their budget, which is I, I know that people mm-hmm. kind of like don't sometimes understand what the cost is. Like when you're looking at flyers, mm-hmm. emails, or any kind of mm-hmm. web banner, things like that. If you say, well, my budget is only $1,000 or my budget is 500 how do you begin to identify mm-hmm. what's the best strategy to use when you have no really concept of what your budget? And people always say that when you, know, when you call them and say, well, I want to, I wanna, you know, I want to do this, I want to market this, I got a show coming up, I got an event or a party. And they're like, well, what's your budget? You're like, well, I don't know what's your budget, how much you charge? I don't have how a do, budget. How do we, yeah. <laughs> How do we begin to be able to put the numbers together where, where, where we could, we could, because because we feel like, well, I really want to spend a hundred dollars, but I don't want to be shabby. So if I really get two, then I'll buy another hundred dollars. But you know, so we, we kind of go back and forth with that, and then they feel like we're trying to lowball them. We're like, we want to get the best quality. It's so get. true, right? Okay, so true. I'm a designer. I understand that that methodology. <laughs> So perfectly, and here's my pattern. You'll discover there's a pattern here. I have another analogy for that. Mm, you mm. would not go into the grocery store without a list, because what happens when you go in the grocery store without a list? You spend too much money. Mm-hmm. You don't get the right ingredients. There's things that happen when you don't plan out having a list. So, my recommendation is that. Before you even say I have a budget, you got to build your list. And then go research and see how much these things cost. And then you'd be able to say, now, if you you can come up with a number. So say, like you said, you have, I have $500 to spend, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Got $500 to spend. I'm having an event. I need flyers, uh, more business cards, a logo design, yada, yada, yada. Build you a list out first, get the pricing, and see what you can take off of your grocery list based on what you can afford. Okay. Okay. Many times, small business owners, like you said, they go find the money when it may not be necessary. You should only do necessary marketing efforts that's going to yield a return on your investment, a direct return on your investment. Anything that's indirect that, hey, well, if I do this, then this might happen, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do it because you just waste the money with the hopes of maybe. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. I see where you're going with that. Good, good stuff, good stuff. What are some of the yeah, common pitfalls that, what are some of the common pitfalls, Sharon, that you find that some of your clients fall into when they're marketing their um, putting their business their marketing plan together? Oh, there's no plan. There's no plan. So what happens is, ooh, I saw soy 
do this fantabulous marketing campaign about Coffee Talk. I want to mimic that. You know, the problem with just choosing a tactic before you have a goal is that that tactic might not match meeting your goal. So although that's a fun um, campaign that you did, it may not work for you. So one pitfall that I find is that, or, or several, is one is that there's no plan at all, and the second is that they jump to tactics before they've cho- chosen their goal. You have to choose a goal and let your goal drive your plan and not tactics and strategies drive your goal first. Hence why I have in the book that you develop a goal first. Okay. So for so for example, for example of what of what you just explained, let your goal drive your plan. Well your goal may be I want to broaden my audience. I want to reach more people. So you'll come up with a marketing plan that's gonna allow you to reach more people. If it's to reach more people for closure, then you're planning to do that. Or you may say, I want to build more money. I want to, you know, gain more money or that would something be, like that. Is it, that what you mean? It's true. So goals should be specific. Now, if you said I want more exposure, then that would be PR. So that's to get your thing, right? Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, with okay. getting paid, I want to get 10 clients a month. Or I want to get 100 clients within six months. That's a solid goal. It's attainable, achievable, and you're able to evaluate whether the plan that you mapped out worked or not. So you want to build strategies and tactics that are going to get you and convert um, you into 10 clients within this period of time, 10 or more. Okay. Okay. I see that. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Thank you. This is this is this is really the blueprint people wish they had. This is really good. Stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank stuff. you. Sean, it's what simple. Can people... Go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, simple. no. I was just saying it's it's as simple. It's sixty-four pages. It's easy. It's not. You're not going to be, you know, like, I can't get this done. You could get this done in a day if you sat down and did it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I, I I have the book, and I have a personal autographed copy. I invite everyone to get one because, you know, because even though I've started, I, I think I still need to, re- I, well, I have been reading it, and, and I've, mm-hmm. So there's actually questions about some of the things that I had learned throughout reading this material. But where can others get a copy of this of this book? Market Simple, the blueprint I wish I had before I started a business. Where can they get a you, copy? Sean? You can get it um, in several places. So you can get it on Amazon if you have a Kindle. I know that some of my tech-savvy friends out there love to have it on their Kindle. Um, you still will need – it's a workbook, so you still need to write, but it's good to have it. I have it on my Kindle as well. Um, and also you can find it on my website um, at www.thep3solution.com backslash market simple. Um, or you can contact me on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, Twi- uh, LinkedIn, Google+, and it's all 
at the solution. So, um, you know, you could find me and order the book for me directly. And if you order it, I will definitely put my Jane Hancock in there um, for you guys. Awesome. Awesome. And, Sharon, so what's, what's next for you? What's coming up next um, for you? So what are you doing? Next is a marketing conference that I'm hosting in October, and it is actually Market Simple, the conference, and it is going to have several. It's actually the book on steroids, so you come in, you get the book. It's a big workshop, a full-day workshop, um, and then there will be sessions about branding, sales, um, marketing, all that you can think of to help you develop your marketing plan. And again, because October is a prime month where people are thinking about the following year, you walk out of there with a, a marketing plan and active strategy. Awesome, awesome. And, and where are they going to get information about that upcoming seminar? You're going to have that posted on your website as well? On my website. And if you follow me at any of those social media spots, um, again, I'm everywhere, including YouTube, LinkedIn, uh, Instagram, all of that, Facebook, at the P3 Solution. All right. Well, Sharon, we thank you for being on Coffee Talk with Soy, and I really have enjoyed talking with you this morning. Thank you. I'm Sharon Washington, and I love Talk with Soy. It is my new morning show. All right. Well, we love you as well, and we, we love everyone that's listening. We we love life here, and we love empowering people to reach their goals, reach their dreams, inspire them to be who God has designed them to be. I'm thankful for this moment. I'm thankful for Sharon Washington for being on the show, Sharon. Thank you. Show. Thank you for having check me. Out, yeah, check mm-hmm. out my book. Follow her. Follow me, Coffee Talk with Joy. Go. Uh, so, Visit the website. Post your comments about how you enjoyed the show, what's working for you, what's not working for you, any ideas or suggestions. We love to hear that. Y'all have a great week. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.